Welcome back to the Grower Radio Network. I'm Chris Manning with Greenhouse Management Magazine, and today I'm joined by Kathy Kalmowitz, who is a technical specialist at BASF. Kathy will be speaking with us today about how to effectively treat disease that poinsettias and other fall crops are susceptible to. Kathy, thanks for joining us. Thank you very much, Chris. So as fall comes around, growers will be transitioning into cooler season crops. What is the number one disease they should be looking out for? You know, it's, it's difficult to say there's one disease because there's so many different ornamentals that, that growers are now looking at for fall production. So even though we know that it's the cooler time of the year and there's some definite plants that are associated with that, like the pansy, the violas, and then some of our um, potted uh, greenhouse bench plants that become uh, floral plants. Um, basically, uh, there are there's just a lot of different plant material, and many of the greenhouses are actually still producing things like petunia and salvia, things that we think of for hot time of the year. But if I had to look, and we're talking about young plant production, so in those first few weeks, as the growers get all of this plant material in, it is probably pythium and rhizoctonia together and then botrytis so i know that three diseases and not one but those are, are are very big where they would happen across many different plants regardless of the type of plant that's being produced so how can those diseases make their way into to an operation and how can those diseases be spread to, then spread to other plants so as they transitioned from the crops that they were in, many of the greenhouses have basically done a clean out in the last month. And that is kind of a traditional thing for this hot time of the year. And we hope that with that, they have done some real good cleaning with some types of materials that are in the marketplace that allow them to do sanitation. So sanitation, of course, is the, the, the best way that a grower can keep the movement of pathogens from moving around. And and so that would be the first step that they did actually do a good thorough clean out between crops as they move to this time of year. The second is that as they get in new plant material, they really inspect their plant material. If they're using people that they have not sourced from previously, they actually need to isolate that plant material for a few days and um, or a few weeks, depending on the type of plant it is and what type of plant. Is it just a cutting? Is it a, a plug? Is it a full, um, you know, is it a full developed plant with roots? And if they need to isolate it long enough to know whether or not they have a clean crop. You start clean and that way you're able to end clean. And then you don't bring things into the operation that you previously have not had. And then as you move into the actual sticking of cuttings or the production of plugs and then into the transplant so that you go into full production of the plant that you're going to sell, you just need to, to practice good uh, water management. You need to look at the manner in which you have air movement. And then you need to, again, practice sanitation. And that means if you're in there cleaning up plants, taking off leaves, taking off any, any part of the plant, you clean those up and immediately remove them and don't leave them as litter at the end of the benches, under the benches, any place where botrytis especially can um, move back up into your plant material. 
So how can you protect your crop both preventatively and defensively against this against these diseases? Well, the Tritus moves on to cuttings and plugs very rapidly. And then Pythium and Rhizoctonia, and that is usually grouped together as the damping off complex, it too can affect plants in that early production period. And that is as the plant is trying to get roots developed where it can actually you know, grow and um, put on some canopy development, you have to keep the roots clean. For the botrytis, you're actually affecting the top part of the plant, and that is that are initially um, just very few on the cuttings that you're sticking. And then obviously, as you uh, have the plant growing there for a couple couple weeks in the propagation benches or in the, uh, the bench once you have moved them to the full uh, production greenhouse, botrytis can move through the, the uh, plants very quickly. Preventative applications um, should be of top of mind, and the preventative applications for all three of those diseases is something that should be part of their regular program. Are there any specific products that someone could use to help prevent diseases? Well, you know, Chris, I will have to be um, somewhat biased here because I do feel like we have two of the best products in the marketplace that can help the growers in early plant production. We've done an awful lot of work with cuttings and looking at our product pageant, pageant intrinsic fungicide, and that is used on cuttings as they, they go to set roots. And we have seen that not only is the cutting being protected from botrytis, but also it is allowing that, that cutting to root more quickly, more efficiently, and therefore for uh, unrooted cuttings, we would certainly recommend our pageant product. Uh, we've done some work with poinsettia producers, and we've been able to show that without a doubt, the poinsettia leaves are quite large, and as you are doing rooted cuttings, they are very susceptible to botrytis, and therefore you always have to have a spray program in those um, early days of rooting. And we have shown where you have one product, uh, a pageant, that can be used in rotation as you uh, have the, the uh, cuttings sit uh, during that rooting phase. And those cuttings definitely have larger roots, but they are totally clean of the botrytis. So what are some other diseases that commonly affect fall crops? You know, Chris, I am going to move back to what I previously mentioned to you, and that is Pythium and Rhizoc, because I did not go in and explain that there is the potential to use not only, um, you know, our product pageant does control um, Rhizoctonia, it does control Pythium, but technically, when you're talking about Pythium and Rhizoc, you're talking about the roots being affected on these very young plants. And as you imagine, you've got a lot of um, cost already into the inputs in your production, so you don't want to lose a lot of production units very early on. Therefore, you have to get protection for the roots at the same time that you're doing that botrytis control and you're making sure that you're looking at the tops. So normally growers go in and do a separate application. They do what is probably more traditionally a drench application and not just a foliar app because they're really trying to get uh, the, the bench area 
products that can be used directly at that time, which is called Empress, and our product controls both the rhizoctonia as well as the pythium. However, you also should rotate, and, and um, therefore uh, products with diastanate methyl are extremely popular with growers, but it has a good price point, and it is a, an excellent product to use in rotation with our Empress product. It would control the rhizoctonia. There's a product called Medallion that also could be used in that place for the control of rhizoctonia. And then for Pythium, you probably should in, insert something like the product Segway. So again, we don't own all of the products, but we'd like to offer a solution to the growers where we help them with a good rounded rotation of products so that they get their plants off to a good start and move them into full production. So can you go into a little bit more deep, detail about how those diseases are treated? They, well, as I mentioned, it's normally a, a potentially a drench application. The drench can actually be something that a grower feels comfortable knowing that they've protected the plants for like about a two to four week period. However, these young plugs are trying to get established. They're trying to, 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 to set a good root system. That root system, regardless if it's a rooted cutting or a plug, should pull out of that, that small um, cell and have all the soil intact. And if you do not have that, then that means that your roots have not been developing thoroughly as you, as you would like. Um, it means that the, the plant still has a lot of tender growth that needs to be protected as you move into full production. So it's a matter of making sure that you get this preventative application down and then within that two to four week period you come back and use an additional fungicide to again continue to protect that root system. Remember, if you don't have any roots then you're not going to have any, any plant to transplant and you certainly aren't going to be able to have a soluble plant at, at the end of your production period. Yeah, that is a definite truth. Uh, so, Kathy, thank you for sharing your expertise with us today. Thanks, Chris. Really appreciate it. And thanks to our listeners for joining us today. For more podcasts, we can be found on iTunes or Google Play when searching Grover Radio Network. And all of our archive podcasts can also be found on our website at greenhousemag.com slash media.